Kia ora and welcome everyone to episode number 25 of the Kiwi Running Show. My name is Hayden Sherman and with me is... Hamish Meacham. Da, 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 da. All right, well, uh, it's good to have that you here. terrible. We're rookies. <laughs> yeah. Oh, well. After 25, 24 episodes and counting, you'd think we'd get better at this stuff. But yeah. Remains amateur hour here at the Kiwi <laughs> Running Show, but it's good to have you along either way. Yeah, we don't pretend to be anything anything other than a little bit amateur. Anyway, so here we go with um, our show today. So we've got a bit of news around the country um, and well, a lot of news actually. There's, yeah, there's some gonna, big races I, going on. I was going to chime in. Um, yeah, some, some good stuff to update people on. We've got a good interview. Yeah, we've got two good interviews. Um, one with Andreas Romanos, and hopefully I've got that pronunciation right. Probably not. He tried to explain it to us, and I think, what was it? Andrus Romanos? Yeah. Something like that. He's yeah. from Lithuania. So, um, yeah, he was the winner of the well, Tarawera 50K. Um, really great trail runner, but also a scientist in the, the world of running and exercise. So really interesting interview with Andreas. And then we also catch up with Mel Aitken, the winner of the Queenstown Marathon at the weekend. So That'll be fantastic. Yeah, yeah. And about time we had some ladies on the show. I think yeah. we've been a bit... Um, a Our bit, gender balance is <laughs> yeah, way out. But so out. Yeah, it'll be great to, to have a chat to Mel. But let's kick off with some uh, the local news. Yes, hit me. And so look... We're going, we're going to um, go straight to the big one. Queenstown Marathon and Half Marathon was run this past weekend. And um, some interesting results, Hayden. You were saying before this show, um, you you know, you would have been quite keen to have been there and given it a bash yourself. Yeah, well, the- who knows? I mean, last time I ran this race, my Achilles exploded on me at 35k. So that probably would have happened again. But um, yeah, it looked like it probably wasn't quite as deep as previous fields and and i was having a little look at the results of the the top five guys and and the sort of splits and it looked like everyone went out pretty hard that first 10k so 36 35 minutes um through that first 10k and and it's kind of rolling the the terrain so that's pretty that's moving um and the guy who was in the lead at 10k actually um, blew up quite a bit and ran 250 and an Australian guy um, yeah. and then taking out the win we had Donald Sheehy um, from uh, from Auckland yep and so Donald um, I don't know much about him you might be able to add some information but I understand he's a bit of a runner slash triathlete yeah yeah I mean last time I caught up with him he was uh, I think he's from Ireland now living in Auckland from what I remember, um, and he was a good triathlete, good runner. Um, yeah, so cool to see him on the podium. And then in second place, we had a, a multi-sporter yep. um, who will, listeners will definitely know this name. So Richard Usher came through in second place. Yeah, so it's like the multi-sport one too, which is really interesting for, yeah, yeah. for one of our major marathons. I yep. guess being so close to Auckland. You know, a lot of people choose to focus on that, yeah. but um, let kind of Queenstown fly by under the radar and two multi-sporters have taken out the top two places. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and then a third place, I don't have the results. Uh, third place, Simon moment, Green. Um, so Simon Green came in in 2.47. So Donald Sheehy took out a pretty comfortable win from Richard Usher. But to be honest, 2.45 on that course from Richard Usher for a guy who's he's got to be in his 40s, right? Yeah, yeah, and I'd say so. he is a, a kind of coast to coast multi sport athlete. I know he's done a decent Ironman, but yeah, that's I'm I'm pretty impressed yeah. with that. That's good running, and I don't know if he's trained for it. 
No, the, yeah. these guys often just jump in mm. these things at a at a whim. Their sponsors like, "Hey, you should do this." Yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. I'll go tomorrow. Yeah. Um. So yeah, who knows? Yeah, and um, on the women's side, some uh, pretty familiar names. So Mel Aitken, who we're catching up with later in the show, won the race in three hours and forty eight seconds. So agonizingly close to ducking under three hours. Um, yeah. yeah. Good result there. Second place leaves it on to Govan. Uh, and third place, Sasha Autonovic. So uh, those times, just over three hours. Then second place, 3.02.52. And Sasha Autonovic in 3.15. So yeah, not and, bad um, running. But again, a, a you know, comfortable win for, for Mel Aitken. So that's yeah. really good. And apparently it was a uh, reasonably close finish. Like she took it um, in the closing stages, just looking at it on her Facebook page at the moment. So after leading the first half, then battling over the second half in second place until I dug deep and took the lead in the final sta- stages. A very proud moment crossing the line um, with her sponsor's team, Thermatech, and... Um, then watching Steve cross the finish line, completing his first marathon. Is Steve her partner? I don't, I don't, I don't know. know. We'll find yeah. out when we chat to her. Anyway, so, um, so yeah, well done, um, Mel. Awesome yeah. result. And a couple of other races on the day. Jason Hall winning the guys' half in one twelve twenty two, and uh, Hannah Wells taking out the ladies' half marathon in one twenty eight fifty nine. The ten k I thought was interesting uh, on the women's side. Phoebe McKnight thirty seven fourteen. That's good running. Yeah. On the men's side... Now, do you know she's only... Um, she's that youngster from oh, from Wellington. I think it? she's only like 14 or 15. Oh, okay. Um, That's yeah, interesting. Yeah, yeah. So she's... I, I have a feeling she's got like the 3K record for maybe Wellington. She goes to Hutt Valley High. Yeah. Um, but yeah, she's, uh, she's kind of really knocking on a lot of the doors of junior junior records and all that so yeah yeah um, i should oh, i should fact yeah, check yeah, this yeah. actually no, I, are, are I, you doing that I, yeah moment? i'm just bringing up an article from the yeah. dominion so phoebe mcknight 14 setting the pace against older runners so it looks like she's kind of um quite familiar running with um older athletes and you're right hut valley high school so yeah um probably the school that that produced the willis brothers willis. as well yeah. so also my wife so oh really you know, she's best she's thing to come runner. out of hut valley high since <laughs> you're better also half. brooke fraser what's that also brooke fraser came from hut really high. Yeah. is she a new zealander yeah Ah. <laughs> okay i obviously don't keep up with pop music uh very much look in the men's 10k uh Kirk Madgwick uh, took the win in 34.28. And interestingly, Tony Dodds, who's an Olympic triathlete, was in second. Yeah, yeah. Uh, 34.38. So we were chatting about this before. We kind of thought Tony Dodds might have been a couple of minutes quicker than that. So Yeah, I would say he's taken some time off after Rio and probably hasn't really trained much for that. Yeah. But yeah. you would expect an ITU athlete to be well under 33. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For a fresh 10K. But it's anyway. Very interesting. So yeah, anyway. Good on him for getting amongst it. Yep. So moving up the country um, and going to the off-road stuff, the Havelock North Peak Trailblazer, which is um, a 12.8K race, and it goes up to Mata Peak, which if anyone has been to Havelock North around the bay, they they would have seen Tomata Peak. It's the big, old, massive 
hill that sticks yep. out. Um, so some really uh, important results for the Tempo Fit team here, Hayden. Yeah, it's cool. Our two Tempo Fit coaches, Laura Nagel and Eric Speakman, taking out the win in, in their division. So Eric yeah. ran uh, 46 minutes, 57. Yep. And then Laura took out the win from Ruby Muir. Um, and Laura won uh, in 56.13. Yep. So, yeah, cool to, cool to see our tempo yeah. fit coaches practicing what they preach. That's, that's really good. And that women's result is quite interesting. Um, Laura has just been on fantastic form and is obviously getting some really good training in. Yeah. I honestly would have expected Ruby Muir to be a bit closer over that terrain. She's an yeah. off-road kind of mountain running specialist. But I guess 12.8K is is really on the short side for yeah. Ruby. So, yeah, great results. And then moving further up the country, uh, the Toys Challenge in Fakatane, which is, this is a great event. It's been going for years and years and years. It's one of the most established off-road running events in New Zealand. Starts in... It's in Fakatane, isn't it? Yeah, it runs yeah. over to Ohopi. Yeah, it runs, um, so it starts um, right in the centre of Whakatane and yeah. runs around to the beach in Ahopi and then comes back through some trails back to Whakatane. Oh, nice. so, I love that running around there. It Have is beautiful. Done? Yeah, I've yeah. done training there. I've always wanted to go and do this event, um, but I've just, you know, it, it tends yeah. to pop up and I'm like, oh, I meant to do it again this year and I never get there. So, um, But Garrett Reed got there this year. So nice. the, the men's winner, old fuzzy Garrett Reed. In our one twenty five fourteen, which so he took the win from Carl Fisher, um, who was one twenty five twenty six, and then uh, Chris Morrissey, who oh, he would have run this race every year for the past two decades. Um, <laughs> he ran one twenty six thirty, really good running. Um, for the those of you who have been around for a while, you may go Garrett Reed. That's a it's a familiar name. Where do I know that for? Gar- Garrett was the top junior in New Zealand in about 2002, 2003. Um, So he ran 8.12 for 3,000 metres as a 16-year-old. Part of the hands moving. Yeah, yeah. So he was a really fast kid, um, fell on some tough times with a couple of back-to-back injuries, and uh, and by his own admission, he likes a bit of a drink, and uh, he's a bit (laughs) of an interesting character. So, But it's good to see him. Uh, He's... He's been back running for a few years, but I know he'll be pleased with that win. So he's yeah. he's done well there. I wonder if Carl Fisher, who only lost by twelve seconds, knew that this guy yeah, had yeah, that, yeah, yeah. those wheels because it could well, have come down to a sprint. And Garrett <laughs> will never tell you unless unless you manage to get like a dozen bloody export golds in him. He'll never mention the fact that he was an eight twelve runner and you know holds still holds national records and went to you know uh, international competitions he'll he'll, he plays his cards pretty close (laughs) to his chest so yeah and garrett if he's listening now will just be shaking his head going hey she's so full of shit anyway (laughs) um and on the women's side sabrina grogan took the win in 133.56 that is impressive running um quite close to the guys times second place Again, a familiar name, Jess Ruth, 139.56. Do you know much about Jess? Yeah, so Jess is Ben Ruth's uh, wife. Yeah, um, better half. Yeah, and they um, they are obviously um, two big names in the marathon world in, yep. in New Zealand. Yeah. So, um, the, yeah, often yep. see them in Rotorua Marathon and all yeah. around the place. Yeah. Jess, Jess has won multiple national titles. So, well done, uh, Sabrina Grogan, taking the win there. Do you know who Jess's parents are, by the way? No. Oh, you have to look that up. Ah. So a bit of true. I can't. Uh, Trevor and Rosemary Wright. So Trevor Wright was a 
UK 10K, uh, United Kingdom 10K runner. I think he ran 28, low 28s. Yeah. And Rosemary uh, picked up a bronze medal in the Commonwealth Games over 800 metres. Wow. I think for, I want to say Scotland, but I might be wrong. Yeah, so England. good genes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Very yeah. good genes. Man, so. the, the Ruth kids are going to I know, speedy, eh? I know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, so. a, it's an interesting discussion, there's, actually. <laughs> who's going to produce the fastest kids? Cause yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, there's a few speedy couples out there, eh? The but. number one speedy <laughs> couple of all time, I think, has to go to Paula Radcliffe and her husband. Oh, so yeah, Paula Radcliffe's yeah. husband, he's pretty... He's not a household name, but he was like a 337, 1500 meter runner. Oh, okay. So those kids, that's some, you know, that's some scary stuff right yeah. there. So. Um, the two kids, and Steve will hate me for saying this, but Steve Willis's kids. Yeah. Because um, he married Caro, who is, I think she's number two all time for the 100 meters. Yeah. And then Steve Willis, he's... Uh, sub four minute miler. Yeah. So I reckon they'll produce some good 400 yeah. meter runners. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I, I just called Steve before and he, he, he um, has to call me back. He was at a coaching session. So he's probably coaching his kids. Yeah. yeah. Probably like picks them up from school right off to the track. No, we want to play soccer. Off to the track. <laughs> We're going to run. So look, that's. Um, oh, and uh, let's not forget the Kerry Kerry half marathon. That, oh, yeah, yeah. That, yeah. I, I almost um, skipped over to the uh, track stuff, which there's been a lot of, but we'll quickly run over the Kerry Kerry Half, which is it's one of New Zealand's fastest half marathons. It's yeah. on a, yeah. basically a dead flat course. Have you done it before? Uh, no, I haven't. But from what I hear, it's actually it's actually rolling. Yeah. But because it's you kind of get these sharper uphills and then these longer downhills, yeah. I think that makes it faster. I, I'm not really too sure but yeah. that's from well, what it, i hear it's definitely Times fast because john o jackson backing up from his second place in the auckland marathon ran a 107.57 pretty good stuff that's um, solid yeah very solid um brad luton second he ran a pb brad a very familiar name races every week if not twice a week so he ran 111.44 and on the ladies side Catherine morgan ran 123.48 ahead of karis Tio, who was 128.21. So really good running. And I'll give a quick shout out to Maya Amai, who's one of my members. She's a wheel black. Uh, she nice. did the half marathon in a wheelchair rugby chair, which wow, that is, sounds awkward. Yeah, incredibly heavy piece of machinery. It's designed for tackling, tackling <laughs> the high impact game of wheelchair rugby. And she pushed around in 140. Wow. So really impressive awesome. stuff, just using her arms. Um, nice. So yeah. Really good result there. And um, lots of track results all around the country, but we're just going to focus in. There was a pretty uh, slick little 3K down in Timaru um, on the weekend. So uh, Nick, how do you say this name? Hayden? Nick Mulai ran 3,000 metres in 8.26, which is a PB, ahead of Jack Beaumont, the mountain running specialist. He ran 8.36. And just behind him, Sam Bremer, also a PB, in 8.38, so really good running from those boys down in Timaru. It looks like they're, they must have targeted it and, and worked together, so um, absolutely yeah, fantastic cool. early season running by those boys. Really good to see. Awesome. Now, the big news at the moment is uh, overseas with our, a lot of our top runners are based in universities in the States. And like I said last week, it's basically the English Premier League of cross-country running in the world. Um, yep. So a lot of our top runners um, get picked up by these colleges, head off on scholarship. 
And by far and away, the biggest biggest day of the year is the uh, NCAA Division One Cross Country Champs. So uh, we had w- what was it? Five runners in. Yeah, it looks like it. Um, one, six runners. two, no, three, four, five, six. Yep. Yeah, and um, I mean, there's one big standout performance, but um, to give you an idea of how close the racing was, basically there was a, about a minute 20 in the men's race separating first and 100th place. Yeah. So yep. if you think, you know, most races, if you're coming 100th, you're not only minutes, back, you're tens yeah. of minutes yeah. behind. So a yeah. minute 20. And, and look, just to give it some perspective, I don't know about the girl side, but on the guy side, if yeah. you can't break 30 minutes for 10K, forget about it. You are never going to qualify for this race. So yeah. the depth of cross-country running in America surprises some people. But this is just absolutely brutally tough competition. And these New Zealand athletes have done incredibly well. Do you want to... Do you want to take us through the ladies first? Amy? Yeah, let's go through the ladies first. Um, so Hannah Miller, it's a 6K course for the ladies. She got 144th, uh, which sounds really far back, but that's that's really good. It is pretty good, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, in the 6K, she ran 21 minutes and 2 seconds, and then Grace McConaughey ran 22 minutes and 56 seconds back in 244th place. Yeah. Um, interesting thing with the ladies race the um i think it was who who won the race was it colorado no who was uh, the women's uh, oregon oregon yeah won the women's team's race so they weren't expected to win no. but they won by one point mm-hmm. and it came down to their fifth place runner getting mm-hmm. one place ahead of their other the other team's runner so yeah other fifth place runner so that's the cool thing about this cross-country event the team results come down to not the first place but it's usually that fifth place runner um, yeah so the last scoring runner yeah but it's a really cool cool format mm, definitely so the men's race um wow yeah <laughs> i'm still amazed and when i first saw this i had to go back and check and double check yeah absolutely fantastic performance over 10 kilometers uh matthew baxter ran 30 minutes and four seconds keeping in mind this is cross country with hills and on grass yeah so just over 30 minutes and finished in 11th place wow overall and so that is a really high quality international field you've in the NCAA collegiate system, you often get, you know, a lot of the best Africans, Europeans, New Zealanders, Australians, all coming together and running with the Americans. Uh, you know, quick example, you know, guys like Bernard Legatz and um, Sally Kipiego have come through the NCAA system. So yeah. to finish that high up, Matthew Baxter, that's an absolutely outstanding performance. Yeah. Just incredible. He's at Providence college i believe oh northern arizona oh yes Um, and this is where i just made a huge mistake so yeah yeah. uh, matthew baxter was part of the winning team so matthew baxter's team northern arizona university um won the team championship which you know matthew's performance is um i think the best performance we've had since kim smith won the event in 2004 and i we don't know this, but we think he may be the first Kiwi to be part of a winning team. Um, please feel free to to email in or, or hit us up on yeah, Facebook. I if wonder we're if wrong. Nick ever got the win with no. Michigan. They never won. No, 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 okay. no. I don't think so. No. Um, 
So yeah, just absolutely incredible. There's some other really, really good results. Geordie Beamish um, was 97th uh, in 3052. Julian Oakley was 119th in 3103. And uh, Craig Lautenschlager uh, was 175th in 3125. So We should also point out Geordie was uh, part of that winning Northern Arizona team. So, yeah, yeah. Yeah, two, effectively two winners. Yeah. Um, yeah, so that's really cool. Geordie's time wasn't actually part of the, the winning um, oh, the really? top five in so the he team. Wasn't, so he wasn't in the top five. Yeah, he was seventh in, in his wow. team, so it shows how good yeah. the team is. That is really good. And look, yeah. I don't know off the top of my head, but I feel like Geordie and Matt still have a couple of years of eligibility left. Yeah. Um, so, you know, look for them to continue to develop and, you know, potentially be contenders in the next Olympic cycle because those results are really, really impressive. Yeah, very cool. Now we have to jump over to a Skype interview with Mel Atkin. I've just realised we're losing track of time. Uh, So we'll come back very shortly. Now with me on the phone today is Mel Atkin, the winner of the Queenstown Marathon. Congratulations, Mel, and welcome to the show. Uh, Thank you very much. Thank you. Yeah. Now, um, how's the body feeling and um, how are those, uh, are you walking downstairs okay? <laughs> yeah, look, I'm feeling remarkably good. Um, I, uh, a sucker for punishment, went for a run on the Sunday and um, I think that was actually really good for me. So really? just a, wow. bit of a bit of a loosen up, you know, just a wee one, but yeah. um, I, feel, I feel really good. So yeah, happy days. Awesome. <laughs> oh, good work. And I'm sure inter- listeners will be interested to know how far was that that run, and did you include any walking or stretching or anything that recovery run? Oh, oh, look, it was only six uh, k, and it yep. was just a recovery run. So, um, yeah. yeah, it was really just a don't look at the time and just go and just you know make the body feel good and yeah. and like I, I felt good and um, you know this walking down and upstairs have been fine today at work. So. Oh, good that's work. A- <laughs> yeah. Now, um, tell us how the the race unfolded. Because from what I heard from just from your Facebook post, you were you were in the lead for the first half, and then things started to get a bit tough from from then on. But obviously, you you pulled it back. So how did it unfold for you? Yeah. So um, I was I was in the lead for up to about the twenty one k mark. Yep. Um, and the second place getter, she was basically right on my tail, um, and I could hear her breathing down my neck <laughs> for the first 21k. And um, and I and I thought I, you know, I thought I was doing all right. And then um, we, um, she basically she got past me, and she just started to get distance. And yeah, I started playing mind games with myself, and sort of resigned to the fact that oh, you know, seconds going to be okay. <laughs> Yeah. Fine. Um, and then I uh, heard my coach in my back of my head. And, um, <laughs> Who and is I, Craig Kirkwood? Is that right? It is Craig Kirkwood. Yeah, and, good stuff. Um, yeah, so I thought I can't put all this effort in and <laughs> get to the end of it and um, not only let myself down but let others down. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. So yeah, I gritted my teeth and uh, dug deep. Yeah, I often say with the marathon, like the the first thirty k, you can sort of pull through on your own steam, and it often takes that last twelve k having some sort of external motivation um, to really pull through. Um, 
and obviously you had that and so you you came through with a, a couple of minutes by the finish line um what what do you think of the course oh look it's a beautiful course um so it's my third time that i've run it awesome. and um i probably um i probably forgot going into it this year that uh, it's quite a bit of trail as well as road so yeah i probably um you know i set my sights on probably a little bit of a faster time that I ended up doing. Um, but, uh, you know, running that course, the, the trails, they're well-packed. And, yeah. um, you know, it's just the, the atmosphere. It's um, it's sort of an undulating terrain. And um, they say it's a flat and fast course, but it's it's not really. <laughs> yeah, I don't think yeah. it's. Um, there's a couple of nice, wee, grindy, grunty hills in it, one nearer the end, yeah. and um, that probably catches a lot of people out. But um, yeah, is that the one near the river? It's sort of about about 32k in, something like that. And, yeah, yeah. It, just before you get to Frankton, yeah. and um, yeah, so you, you're trotting along, and you know you haven't got too far to go, and then you see this little nice, nasty, gnarly wee grind <laughs> in front of you, and um, but you get to the top of it, and there's a sign at the top saying, you know, it's all downhill from here, which <laughs> it's not, it's flat, but it's just not uphill from here. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, but look, it's just, it's a very cool course, and it's just, it's yeah. beautiful the whole way, and it keeps changing and um, with the, the terrain and um, just the, the scenery. It's just stunning, so I yeah. love it. It's very yeah, cool. cool. I, I often explain it to people that if you're out on a Sunday run, just a casual run, you probably love love the terrain and not even notice the the hills um but when you're trying to go for a time or it's a race situation you, you notice every one of those little bumps and you sure do and what what you think is flat you know you know automatically where there's a slight gradient um, yeah yeah <laughs> so, but hey it's cool yeah well good stuff now tell us a little bit about yourself like when when and where did you get into running and, and what sort of sparked sparked this journey for you well, I was never a runner. Um, I rode horses, and I hated running. Um, yeah. And let the horse so, do the running for you. <laughs> yeah, totally. Just sit there and you know let them do the speed work. Yeah, yeah. Um, I was never a runner at school. I um, I avoided uh, sports days like the plague. Wow, and, really? And, and yeah. d did you ever do a school cross country? And did you do okay? No. Or no, I'd get notes written from home and really? <laughs> stay home and go ride my horses. <laughs> That's brilliant. Um, and then I, um, so I, I joined the police uh, when I was 21, and yep. I had to um, had to train really hard just to be able to run 2.4k. Wow! Um, yeah, for the fitness test. It, yeah, and yep. um, you know, like that. That was. I mean, I look back now and I, I sort of have a bit of a laugh about that, but. Um, <laughs> 2.4k was really quite challenging for me. I mean, and you would have run that speed sort of 20 times over on Saturday, wouldn't yeah, you? <laughs> yeah, 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 and yeah. So you sort of reflect back and go, wow, you know, things have changed. And so yeah. I um I rode horses for many years and um, did a bit of competition and had a bit of you know ups and downs and a bit of fun along the way, but. Um, I basically about four, four and a half years ago, uh, gave up my horse riding, had a bit of a shift in where we were living, yep. and um, and we were probably putting a lot of money into horses that um, we weren't getting. <laughs> and, uh, so um, the Scrooge in me said, I've got to find something better to do with my money. So 
<laughs> so um, so I started running to work, and um, and then I I thought oh well I'll, um, I'm quite competitive, like I just okay. in my nature I'm a competitive person. So um, there was a off road race that came up, and I thought oh, I'll give it a crack, and um, it was a 26k race, and I think I came about third um, wow. in that. Yeah, and I'm like oh cool, maybe I'm okay at this. So yeah. really just took off from there, and um, I think. Uh, the crazy in me, I, I got a, um, a a Garmin watch and yeah. started being competitive with myself with you know my times and going out every day and trying to do better and better and it really just took okay. off and yeah here I am now awesome. <laughs> loving it. Yeah. Did you uh, coming from like a horse riding background? Was it good sort of having that challenge? I mean, obviously horse riding would be you you still need skill as the the rider, um, yeah. but being you're the person that that sort of goes through the pain or goes through the physical exertion of it um was that kind of good um having sort of all, all the all the responsibility all the onus on on yourself that change yeah well i think that's the really cool thing about running is that you have no one else to um say blame or use as an excuse so with your yeah. horse riding if you had a bad day out you know competing well you know the horse didn't perform, or you could you might be able to attribute it to something. Yeah. And I think with running, you actually you it's all about you. So the yeah. effort you put in is the effort the res, you know the result you get. And I really love that. Um, I love challenging myself, and um, you know like being able to um, go into a race and achieve what I want to achieve, and see that I've made done better than the last time maybe. So, you know I think it's the thing that drives me the most. Awesome. Um, it's very cool. <laughs> no, that, that, that's so true. And there's so many people who've come from like team sports and rugby and netball and who find the same thing that, that you're no longer relying on teammates. It all comes down to you, especially totally. especially at that 32K mark um, in a marathon. <laughs> um, yeah. Sure. And now you, you mentioned that you joined the police force. Um, what's your role in the police force now? What's your, your, your title? Yeah. So um, I'm an inspector rank, and yep. I'm um, the West Coast Area Commander. So wow. basically look after the whole West Coast, which is from Karamea to Haast. Yep. So in terms of distance, it's the same distance in travel from Auckland to Wellington. Wow. Uh, but it's just obviously a smaller stretch of land and a lot less populated. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, no, very cool job. Um, yep. I, I'm as passionate about my job as I am about my running. So, um, yeah, very, very cool. cool. Now, does that mean that you get to do a little bit of travelling and exploring some of the trails and uh, some pretty uh, amazing running to be done around there? Yeah, there is, and I've probably got a whole heap more to do. Everywhere you go, you sort of see signs, and um, there's trails all over the show, and yeah, you know, and fitted in with my work, then uh, then <laughs> I do. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> um, really cool. But uh, yeah, so I do. I do get to travel around all my stations uh, quite a bit, um, and you know, there's there's more to come. But um, yeah, it's a pretty beautiful place on the west coast. It's uh, it's not a bad bad place to live and and work and run and do all those things. So. Yeah. Oh yeah. Very cool. Now, have you? Uh, I have to ask, like new trainees trying to come in and do the the two point four k run. Do you offer them any tips or do you? Um, lay the smack down or anything like that <laughs> oh look i um i don't i don't know that new recruits have a huge issue with the run they probably yeah. um 
our training um, our entrance uh, fitness test, the the difficulty that most people suffer, uh, struggle with is with the press ups. Oh yeah, because yeah. quite um, technical and how they um, yep. they put you through them. So um, I haven't had anybody come and ask me about running tips yet, but um, <laughs> I always I always joke with uh, my crew at work and uh, suggest that I'll take them for a run and you know, <laughs> challenge them. But um, no one actually wants to come running with me. I yeah, yeah, yeah. I wonder why that is. That's yeah. brilliant. Now, um, what's what's next on the cards for you, running wise? Well, um, I'm silly enough to go in two weeks' time and do the Kepler. <laughs> That's a quick turnaround. Yeah, yeah. I know. And uh, I'm sort of going into it quite blind. So I entered it last year and then I I had a big race year and I ended up, um, I'd done Auckland Marathon and then Queenstown Marathon soon after it and I, yeah. I got an injury. So I pulled out a Kepler. And so this year I thought, oh, well, I've got to do Kepler, but I also had to do Queenstown, so crazy. <laughs> um, so, look, I'm going in as sort of uh, the new girl into, I've never done never done a 60K. Um, oh. And so we'll see how that goes. Um, awesome. I think if I don't do something bigger, then I'll always question, you know, can I do it? Or um, so, so I'm doing that. And then next year I'm actually going to do the Old Ghost Road, which is 85K um, Ultra. Oh, very uh, nice. So yeah, so we'll see how see how that goes in two weeks' time, and um, yeah. yeah. And have so. you done any uh, big long training runs beyond forty two k? Have you, you sort of tested yourself out? Um, yeah, I've done a I've done a fifty. Uh, I yep. went up to um, uh, the Heafy track earlier in the year and awesome. uh, had a nice run through there. And um, you know, like I, I I don't think the endurance side will be an issue, but. I because I haven't done the distance before, I think I'll, my problem will be going too quick at the start and learning how to pace myself. Yeah. So, yeah. so I mean, I think the Kepler will be just a bit of a, um, a training, you know, see how I go and then work out from there what I want to do from, you know, moving forward from there. Yeah, awesome. Um, well, we wish you all the best for that and um, definitely it will be great to see you in the results there. Um, now, a few questions we ask um most of the people on the show, sometimes we forget. Um, but where in New Zealand is your, your favourite place to run? If you can narrow it down. Oh, um, so because I'm really a southern girl, yeah. and uh, while I'm on the west coast, I'm from Dunedin, I'd have to say probably the Pineapple Track. Yeah. Um, so in the, you know, the back hills of Dunedin. Um, cool. Yeah, that would be it. Awesome. And uh, what has running taught you about life? Oh, gosh, it's, um, it's, it's changed my whole outlook and perspective. It provides me balance. Um, cool. And it puts me on a le- it puts everybody in a level playing field. Anybody yep. can do it. Um, you just got to be focused. So, awesome. Yeah. yeah, cool. Now, what do you, what's the last thing you eat before a race and the first thing <laughs> that you go to after a race? <laughs> So it's always uh, two pieces of Bergen toast with Vegemite. Oh, very nice. Very Kiwi. Yep, <laughs> that's it. before. Yeah. And after, um, I don't really have a set uh, after meal. Um, I stay, I'm sugar-free, so yep. I haven't had sugar since 2014. Um, well done. So, uh, yeah, so I tend to stay pretty healthy, um, cool. but I don't have a favourite after, after race meal. Yeah. Now, why why the sugar free? Is that just a, a nutrition thing? 
um, like from health health reasons, or is it more a performance thing? Um, yeah. So um, uh, because only uh, up until recently I haven't had a coach. I yeah. kept just trying to fine tune what I was doing to um, you know sort of improve, self improve. Yep. And so um, I sort of plateaued for a bit. So I thought, right, I'll look at my diet. Um, and so I was really just trying to stay with more natural, you know, I mean, um, I'm not strict, strict on what I do, but yeah. um, definitely the refined sort of processed food I keep away from. And, um, you know, I think that contributes to living a healthy lifestyle and um, getting good results in my running. Absolutely. And what does that mean as far as gels and things like that? Because obviously uh, gels in a running race are pretty basically sugar and salt and a bit of food colouring. So what would you usually um, take on board during a race? Yeah, so that's the um, – so I probably I probably don't feel very well at all, and it's probably only recently where I've um, tried a couple of gels yep. uh, or um, goo sort of, you know, lollies. But yeah. uh, generally I uh, – I probably go against the grain. I stick to water. Yeah, and, um, yeah brilliant. Gets me through. So, um, yeah, I haven't haven't really explored that too much. And again, it might be something I need to look at if I want to boost my performance through a race. But uh, it's yeah. all stuff I'll, I'll learn on this big running journey that I'm on. Yeah, that's very cool. I once heard, a, heard an older runner who was asked, you know, what did you used to take in your marathons back in the '60s and '70s, and he turned around and said to the interviewer. It's not a picnic. <laughs> it's, a, it's a marathon. <laughs> I wouldn't need anything. Yeah, so you, you definitely don't need it if you can train yourself to. But I imagine with the, the 60K coming up, you'll be uh, wanting to tuck a few calories away at some point. Yeah. Yeah, yeah so, so any advice that anybody has, I'll, be, I'll yeah. take it on board. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's very cool. Well, um, thanks heaps for joining the show. I know we had a few technical difficulties um, getting in touch, so uh, thanks heaps for bearing with us, and um, great to have you on the show. Um, is there anywhere uh, people can follow you? Like, do you have a, a public Facebook page or anything like that? Or um... no, 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 not at, not at this stage. I um, I'm on I'm on Facebook, but uh, not always public so um no yeah, that's <laughs> fine cool well thanks again mel aitken for coming on the show and all the best for the recovery and then straight into the taper for, for a race thanks much. cool being on your show thank you Congratulations again to Mel Aitken for a, a wonderful win in the Queenstown Marathon and congratulations to everyone who's been running around the country and all the races that have been going on recently. It's definitely a busy month is November in New Zealand. Um, now up next we've got Andreas Ramonos and he is a an incredible trail runner. He's uh, He just won the Tarawera 50k, uh, not this weekend gone, but the weekend just before that. He's training up for the Kepler um, in, what is it, it's about 10 days away now. Um, and he is also a sports scientist specialising in sports nutrition and performance, so a uh, really interesting chat. So we talked to him on a range of a range of topics from from running nutrition to training and uh, everything in between. So I hope you will enjoy it. Hey. 
So here we are with Andreas Romanos, and um, he is the, the recent winner of the Tarawera 50. Um, so congratulations, first of all, and welcome to the show. Thank you. Thank you. Awesome. Now, how, how are the legs feeling after the big win at the weekend? Oh, I, I actually don't know. I mean, um, I spent two days pass, of passive rest, so I wasn't running, so I feel absolutely well. Really? Recovered, yeah. yeah no. I should try to go for a run and see how it goes. Usually it takes, it takes, I mean, it's easy to run easy, and but if you put some effort, you still feel, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm really optimistic that with training, recovery takes, I mean, it takes less time to recover, but I mean, it's still yeah. reality. After a big race, you need some time. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, to yeah. recover. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. 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 Now, how did the race unfold? Because you've you've done the Tarawera Fifty before. Yeah, um, I did the first edition. Yeah. Uh, so that was that twenty fourteen? Two. Yes. Two years ago. Yeah. Yeah, two years ago. Yeah. So that was the first race in New Zealand, actually. So I arrived to New Zealand two weeks before the race, and nice. and uh, I think that was really interesting experience because I still had no car, so that means running Tarawera 50 was my first exposure to real like trail running in New Zealand you yeah, know yeah. you come from European uh, Alps or any mountains and I mean this is this is a different place different trails terrain and yeah. so it was uh, like a double experience you know racing in New Zealand for the first time and, and getting into uh, you know jungle trails so it's like running and wow wow, wow. <laughs> yeah. hands in this hands in there wow cool yeah, yeah. at least we've got nothing dangerous yeah. in New Zealand no oh, bears yeah. or tigers or yeah. snakes or anything <laughs> oh, that, that's a good point yeah. even in Australia I forget that I mean, yeah, yeah. yeah. Sometimes dangerous place. And so, yeah. in your first race in 2014, how did that go? Where did you end up? Oh, I, I won that race, but uh, that was a bit different uh, story in the way that uh, Vajin Armstrong was yeah. racing. And I actually I really felt that from the start of the race, he was like a, a really dominant and, and lead, but he had unfortunate. Uh, Accident just rolled his ankle oh, in kilometer, I think 14th or something like this. Yeah. So, I mean, his misfortune was just uh, my guarantee that I can, yeah, can win because I think he was the only one that was capable of, of, of competing yeah. at, at that race, at yeah, that yeah. first edition. Yeah, so I had what's, 35 kilometers of solo running, yeah. And I think this time it was some, something like this because uh, 30 kilometers I was just running solo, really. But uh, but I had some competition. I had uh, I had uh, uh, Craig Kirkwood. Yeah. I think, and we yeah. we started relatively fast. I looked at my Strava car. And like, <laughs> yeah, it's like under under four minutes, you know, yeah. consistent. Yeah. 15 kilometers under four minutes on trails, wow. you know. Uh, and it's yeah. not exactly flat, um, but it's yeah. not mountainous, yeah. is yeah. it? It's sort yeah. of yeah. more rolling yeah. hills. Yeah. And yeah. 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 So that was kind of moderate pace, not, not, not an easy start. And uh, yeah, I knew that that probably will, will slow down a little bit, but uh, I felt good on the technical mm -hmm. terrain. My shoe choice was probably good yeah I just picked 
grippy shoes, so sacrifice light shoes. Yeah. Though I like to race with light shoes, so almost you feel like on the road. Yeah. You know, but yeah. yeah. So sacrifice the weight and, and move to uh, more grippy shoes. So which yeah. was really helped, especially Woodstock Farm and those technical wet wet terrain. Yeah. And I think I used that to increase my lead basically and, and to make a move. Awesome. Yeah. Yeah, I definitely know the, the feeling of I rocked up to a, a trail race one time with my worn down road shoes yeah. <laughs> and it was very slippery after yeah. a lot of mud and rain. Um, now take us back a little bit. So you're from Lithuania, is that yes. that's your home? Um, yes. Now when, when did you kind of discover running and, and when did you realise you had a bit of a talent? Oh, I'm, I'm still not sure if I have <laughs> really. No, you do. <laughs> yeah, it's just the hard work, you know. If I come yeah. back in the years, I probably I've run 18 years now. Yeah, wow. Running. Yeah. So, and I started from track, uh, at the university yeah. track, many years ago. And, and probably it took me a couple of years to realize that I'm just not responding to speed training that much. I mean, okay. I was running two-minute 800 meters which is not uh, I mean in the in terms of in comparison to good runners it's nothing you know. yeah, yeah and so I immediately moved to road races 10k half marathon and, and real quickly to a marathon yeah had this uh, yeah my first marathon was still a kind of a big embarrassment <laughs> to me you know so I approached that not in the professional way like you see you know really amazing 10 kilometer runners when they move to a marathon they prepare they know they have coaches and they know what to expect and they usually produce quite good result from that yeah so I was kind of self-taught because at that time my track coach was not coaching me for a marathon so my first marathon was really like three hours 47 minutes I still remember which is yeah. you know yeah, yeah. but uh, uh, I moved really quickly actually in that ladder of marathon times. Um, my second one, so I learned a lesson, and my second one was 2 hours 55. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. And the third one was 2 hours 35. Wow. So I just, just <laughs> learned really quickly, took cool. some yeah, training. And, and and was it just more mileage, um, like more longer, slower stuff, or was oh, it the way you really, I'm, I'm approach really in a balanced way of, of yeah. high intensity training and, and, and doing mileage. Yeah. Uh, though I never went into massive mileage, run, like like probably 120, 140 kilometers a week. That's kind of I'm topping even even now. That's my top. Yeah, oh, really? almost, almost, yeah. yeah. Wow. Uh, depending on the race, of course, if I'm moving to a real longer races, I sometimes have those bigger weeks, but mm -hmm. usually if you take an average, that sits around 100, 120, and okay. I think it's yeah. enough. And so, what kind of times did you get down to for a half marathon and a marathon, and then what, when did you make that switch to kind of longer and off-road running? How did that come about? Oh, uh, probably the main main switch was in the uh, UK when I was I was doing my masters in Nottingham, so I was exposed to you know national parks and yeah. I mean that uh, that country is good for road running and fell running and yeah. you know I just had an exposure to fell running and that's 
that's a big stimulus and big inspiring place to do and, and even race and 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 I think that that was the main switch so during my master's and I improved my road running a lot so I was running comfortably comfortably 32 minutes for 10k or something yeah, yeah. like 71 72 minutes for half so it's still not the amazing times but they're good enough to be in yeah. the top 10 and they are really good enough to do ultra racing mm -hmm. so I, I really honestly think if, if you run 230 marathon ish uh, you are, have a this talent what you call talent to perform really well in, in most of trail races and be in the yeah be the leader really it's so it's enough okay. speed for ultra distance running yeah. and then you of course have to add ultra distance yeah training yeah. and specific training yeah and, and tell us about that like you, you mentioned you sort of peak at a, about 140k a week um but yeah. what would that look like as in terms of your your big long runs if you're training for a uh, for an ultra, oh, um, you know that 120, 140. It's so e it's easy to actually just to break it down really in the yeah. main run. So I usually when I construct training sessions for myself or on for other coach athletes, like yeah. I usually pick three uh, key sessions, and uh, the first uh, key session would be probably a long run, which yeah. is can be anything from 30 to 50 kilometers depending on the terrain and, and, and the race I'm training but usually that's 30 to 50 wow. and then uh, add another kind of mid long run yeah. and add another specific training session like hills or speed session and you have kind of already a good 80-90 kilometers of running just from those free key sessions and yeah. I believe that they make you better and uh, and all other sessions to make this 120, 140 is just uh, other just uh, easy running easy running yeah. recovery you know on some days you just meet you know friends and, 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 and go for a longer run sometimes just have a passive recovery day I mean it depends really but uh, only those three sessions in, in, in my construct in the way I'm thinking make you really better runner so mm. so yes. yeah yeah I like it yeah. and aside from uh, the Tarawera what, what other races have you um, sort of stand out in your memory that you've done oh so uh, uh, in New Zealand yeah, well, let's go New Zealand and oh, overseas. So. Oh, New Zealand, uh, obviously the Hillary, actually, yeah, Ultra. Yeah, awesome. Yeah, that, that's really great race. Mm -hmm. I don't know why I'm saying this, but probably <laughs> it's just the emotional as well thing because that's the place I'm training a lot. Yeah, so, yeah. So, so I think it's a great race just in general because, I mean, it's so different in different parts of that race. Yeah, so you start true. in a wet jungle uh, technical terrain then you moved into rocky uh, uh, trails with some so amazing views you know uh, yeah. some even like road you know where you can speed up a little bit and yeah. getting on the beach so so and 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 it's technically difficult yeah so cool yeah so uh, like this race uh what else i did i did tarot where uh, 100 
couple of years ago. Yeah. Uh, I didn't have uh, that wasn't the best day for me for that race. I think I finished in top ten, but way uh, was like one hour from, from first guy. So yeah, yeah, yeah. So, but I'm coming back in 2017. That's that's a confirmed event. Awesome, cool. for me. And will you do the Hillary as well next year, or is that it's a tricky double, isn't it? Cause that yeah, it's a tricky close. double. Probably, yeah. probably, probably at this stage, um, I would say no. Uh, I might participate in that event in some other way, you know. Yeah, yeah. maybe just uh, support or doing mm. some photos, you know, <laughs> yeah. or doing something. Uh, yeah, I still haven't decided. Uh, as far as I know, my friend is is running a double Hillary on that day, so I might be oh, wow. uh, just a support, you know. So he's doing an out and back. Yes. Wow. Yes. <laughs> so yeah, uh, yeah, it's it, it's a stressful thing, you know, to to do the uh, the Hillary and and to do the Tarabuera one hundred. Yeah. So and having in mind that other races are still coming, I'm I'm running UTA one hundred awesome. uh, in May, yeah. so. So I'm trying to be smart because the, the first year of my racing, I was so overexcited to <laughs> being in New Zealand, Australia. I probably had too many races, and I was just yeah, yeah. Not, not recovering really well at the end. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. And on that, like, how many ultra races do you think your body can handle each year? Um, if we're talking oh. ultra, 50k and above. Oh, it's really individual. I, yeah, I, I even can't give you a number. I mean, I I believe if you're fit and if you're really fit and ready for that, you can handle quite a lot actually. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and fifty kilometers for a good ultra distance runner is is it's a warm up. <laughs> I mean, it's it's a race that doesn't take you much a uh, long time to recover, like yeah. too much time. Like I did this fifty probably next next week I'm full on training really, really? and, and wow. uh, so so 50 is a good good race in a way when, when it comes to 70 80 and, and 100 it takes a bit longer yeah to and compared to let's say running a marathon recovering from that from the roads running yeah. 230 something compared yeah. to doing a, a trail ultra what what do you think beats up your body the, the most Oh, pr probably a marathon, I would say. Yeah, you know? sure. Uh, one thing now, I'm not racing a lot on the road, so so yeah. that would cost me. The price would be much higher. So each time, actually, I'm switching to road running, I feel like my body's kind of on the edge a little bit. You know, yeah. uh, different muscle strain. You know, pounding effect on on the yeah, road. Yeah. So you have to get used to this. Mm. If you want to compete, so at this stage, I would say marathon probably would push, push my body a little bit more, and yeah, I, I would need more recovery. Really, yeah. yeah. Cool. I, I guess trail running is is nice because you balance. Uh, it's kind of a balance between you know how much you push push your physiology and musculoskeletal system. So it's yeah. And overall, you spend lots of time at moderate intensity and light intensity. So it's no, it's it's not like a marathon. You know? yeah. it's such an acute acute strain on your body. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because a marathon, you're at this threshold for this constant period of time, and yeah, 
um, the, the goal is to reach the finish line and be absolutely exhausted, step, not be yeah. able to run another yeah. step. Yeah, um, yeah where, whereas running on the trails, you, you've kind of got that, that changing of terrain, you're yeah. changing your footing and, um, like you say, a change of intensity. Yeah. And oh, yeah, that, that, that's another point. Like, we change the muscle groups that are working, you yeah. know, and uh, that, that really helps, really. You, you, even in, in that sense, even running uphill and downhill, like, yeah, I'm, I'm sometimes I even wait for uphill, really in a trail race to recover a little bit oh, it sounds yeah. counterintuitive you know you yeah, wait yeah. for uphill but that's a different you know different muscle groups you can you make small steps your your heart lungs recover a little bit you know? yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah are you a walker do you walk walk some of the hills oh yes yeah, yeah if, if they're st steep enough oh yeah, yeah ab absolutely but if they're runnable i i, I run them yeah awesome. yeah and what in, in the future are there any kind of big races have you looked at the western states 100 or utmb or what, what any kind of ultimate goals in the next few years that you've got a, a sneaky eye on yeah I, I guess i'm moving into that direction you know um I'm, i want to be really smart about choosing 100 mile race i had this in the one 100 mile race in the past and you can't take it lightly you know yeah. and if you think about many years of running in the future if you want to do that so it's so easy to overtrain with a 100 mile race so so I'm, I'm i'm trying to to get into that you know game or zone when when i'm ready though i'm actually thinking to do 100 mile race next year yeah cool. and possibly utmb awesome yeah, so, uh, but probably the decision will come after the first 100 kilometer race in mm. Terra and yeah. we'll see how my training is going and yeah, yeah but uh, I think that's the eventual goal, you know, like road runners think about marathon running as the, you know, the, the symbol of endurance, yeah. you know, so 100 miles. Uh, just takes everything from a trail runner and yeah, that's uh, such a you know in 50 kilometer race like like think about this this weekend are aware of 50 it's lots of speed and mm. and, and nutrition is kind of on the edge you, you can actually survive that race with uh, a few gels you know some water yeah. and you are on the edge of course on, on the hydration and and energy depletion but you still finish but you can't use the same strategy in a 100 mile race i mean you will feel good at three four hour mark but then will be uh, Bad fast news. downhill you yeah. know, in your your head so so it's kind of uh, 100 mile race is smart nutrition smart training uh, a good pacing you know psychology so so it takes much more you know that's why it's more exciting yeah. and in the way it's more exciting because we don't know how to train for those races I mm. mean I'm, I'm saying we don't know I mean there's so many people you know, runners there training and winning those races, but there's not enough research uh, yeah. on saying how we should train for trail races. Yeah, yeah. yeah. it's kind of like where triathlon was, say, in the 80s, when it was kind yeah. of new sport, yeah. and people were sort of just experimenting um, and bringing what they knew from the marathon um, through yeah. to, uh, mm. or from running through to the, 
the triathlon now it's the same just sort of bringing what we know from marathon and and yeah kind of winging it so absolutely so we're at the same stage now i would say and everyone is pushing his own ideas really and experience and and for some it works and some not yeah it's really cool now on that topic of of kind of research and running obviously you you work here at the AUT Millennium Um, so tell us a bit about your your role your your official title and and your your background okay so so I'm actually I came to New Zealand before coming to New Zealand I was working for the my national Lithuanian Olympic team and in the National Sports Medicine Center so I'm qualified sports medicine doc in, in, in in Lithuania but I always balanced my profession with a you know sports doc in Lithuania is kind of between you know, orthopedics uh, conservative orthopedics and physiology so we are doing both tasks and, and look at both areas so I was always a little bit more with physiology that's sure. why it, uh, I followed that you know passion in physiology and kind yeah. of found this this place and applied and, and got my PhD um, uh, placement. Awesome. So, and what I'm doing here, I'm I'm, I'm looking at the, my PhD is to look at uh, certain nutritional strategies to improve endurance performance. Yeah. So it's really related to actually what I'm doing in the on the actual trails. Mm, yeah. And I also um, uh, we have a. Uh, sports performance clinic in yeah. our institute so I'm a um, uh, main clinic provider for the physiology physiology support basically testing and, and counseling on. so everyone can come actually here sign and and we'll test you I will uh, <laughs> give recommendations on how to train what to improve you know awesome. yeah very cool. That's pretty cool. And you've lived here in New Zealand for a couple of years now. Yeah. Um, so what's your, in terms of running, what's the best thing about uh, about living here in New Zealand as opposed to previously in Europe? Oh, that, that that's a tricky question because when... Nothing uh, good. <laughs> <laughs> everything is good. I mean, you have choices, I have to say. You can choose what you want, really, and and it's all accessible. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, yeah, I, I guess. Yeah, that that's really tricky question. In in Europe, you get also everything. <laughs> <laughs> no, a, a trail runner is. Uh, I mean, if you look, if you explore, you will find everywhere good places for for you you know it's a yeah. personal thing I, I yeah. like even going to Waitak recently to the same place sometimes on the same track and experience experiencing completely totally different things depending on weather mood you know mm-hmm. Sun you know yeah. company and yeah, and yeah so and so uh, I'm, I'm probably a runner that I'm kind of trying to balance exploration of new places and really training and feeling this or feeling uh, my local trails more you know explore. yeah cool. oh yeah yeah that's like a it. tricky thing yeah so so sometimes I need 
the other runners to inspire me to explore go out of my my zone and mm -hmm. my own you know wish sometimes is to stick the same trails and explore those from inside you know yeah yeah. yeah yeah what's what's been your favorite uh trail run that you've done in new zealand so far what's what kind of stands out in your memory hmm. it's uh interesting um, um, uh, the first one you know Cape Breath actually oh wow it was was yeah. really nice good run actually yeah 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 whereabouts yeah. is that oh it's uh it's north from Fangare so it's yeah. Cape Breath is like a like a place which you will not access by any means only 15 I think 15 kilometers single trail one way yeah uh at the end you get the spectacular you know ocean ocean you know lighthouse and, and yeah yeah views so and it's quite up and down isn't it oh yeah track. absolutely it's, yeah it makes i think 2700 meters of, of climbing both wow. way wow, so it's really? quite quite a hilly you know yeah um, yeah uh, place but <laughs> oh i don't know i i can pick up actually so many so many places probably just the recent ones that uh, Pangarero National Park was extremely uh, entertaining thing to do basically now at this time of the year you know cool. uh, I did that last summer the, the old northern circuit yeah and when it's hot it's different it's like you get this desert experience yeah, you're fighting yeah. dehydration you know mm. and you're fighting thousands of people actually crossing <laughs> the, the yeah but when I did this now it was minus temperatures you know really? winds and and it's diff different experience completely mm. you know and and i had even more fun fighting this type of weather you know yeah. and on the red crater was uh, has a wind chill of minus 10 mm. you know and wow, i was yeah. just running with shorts uh <laughs> getting lots of attention you know <laughs> and what, yeah yeah but yeah. all those people they don't know how hot we feel you know yeah, yeah, if yeah, we exactly. just keep running hills so the now, only thing you just don't stop <laughs> yeah the big question is did you keep running the whole way up devil staircase or did you did you have to oh, walk I, I did anti-clockwise actually oh okay yeah 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 oh, but nice. if i run devil staircase i've run all the way yeah, yeah. Run it all it's, the way. it's not necessary i'm not saying that it's easy easy for me but <laughs> i sometimes have those things like if it's challenging i will make it till till the end it's like a short personal okay. race you know mm. having a set of stairs i want to run them all the way up yeah you know? yeah like yeah it. so sometimes i do this yeah, yeah it's so a good challenge for listeners who are after a little summer running challenge and uh driving through the central plateau get out and see if you can run up devil's staircase oh, yeah. all the way yeah it's and cool and the views from the top are yeah and i even suggest i i don't know i i it's a bit different trail running is a bit different from road running in that sense if, yeah. if you set yourself for an easy run uh, you don't have to stick to an easy intensity all the time like yeah. okay you know like let's assume you have a three or four hour run but you, you can break the rhythm in mm. within that run quite a lot so so that means maybe 80 90 percent of that run will be at easy intensity but if you see a stairs and you feel like you want to give a go you know why not to push almost a maximal capacity you know this is trail running this is what we what we especially at the elite you know at the top end in the races we get we sometimes get those 
uh, un unbalanced racing conditions where yeah, the first sure. kilometer is one of the fastest <laughs> three in minute K yeah, yeah. something like this in the race yeah. and you have to accept this and and just give a go and and you know that it's eventually that will slow down but you know being confident and experiencing all those conditions that that's a great great thing you know yeah very good yeah. oh awesome well it's been uh, great to have a chat to you and well done again for your win um, and all the best for the training and coming up for the Tatawera 100 oh yeah thank you thank now you. where can people follow you you've got a Instagram oh I have an Instagram I have a Facebook Facebook page yeah and what are the handles for those Oh, just um, it's my my name. It's cool. uh, yeah, Andreas Ramones. Yeah, awesome. Yeah. Now we'll we'll put a link to those in the show notes. But yeah, thanks oh, again. Perfect. Thank you. Well, let's ask for another episode of the Kiwi Running Show. And before we finish up, I should also mention a couple of uh, sad stories from our running community. Um, first of all, Brett Tingay, who'll be very well known amongst uh, track runners and also triathletes around the country. He's um, been a great, uh, great, great talent um, in running, but he's come down with with an illness um, which has been a, a, yeah, a bit of a strange out of the blue illness from what we hear and from what we hear he's on the mend so um, best wishes and thoughts go out to uh, Brett and his, and his family and friends and also a prominent figure in the trail running community Steve Bruce Neary passed away recently in a car crash and so yeah thoughts really go out to him and his family that's um, a real tragedy he he passed away um, in his in his mid 40s so way way too early and yeah um so thoughts prayers and um yeah all that go out to him and his family um from what i hear the the tarawera 50 um did quite a moving tribute to him so that is really cool to hear our community getting behind each other and um yeah celebrating and remembering those um who, who have passed away so um Thanks for keeping it real, everyone. You guys are an amazing community of runners. It is really a privilege to live in a country like this with fellow runners like, like us. So stay safe out there and happy running.